You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. Good afternoon. Welcome to Game Time Decisions right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Sincata, and I am joined by George Kutch. George, how are we doing today? Doing well, Tony. Always good to do a show with you. It gets a little crazy every once in a while. Well, you know, you can keep me on my toes. For all you Gabe Morrissey fans out there, Gabe's in Vegas. Gabe was supposed to call in every once in a while, but it didn't go well yesterday, right? You heard the, the, the show yesterday. Gabe Morrissey at one point lost his pass point, at one point lost his laptop. George, would you care to guess? Would you care to guess what he's lost now? Uh, I don't know. Uh, phone? Phone would seem to be There you go. There you go. Ding, 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 ding. If this was Family Feud, you'd be on there. Gabe Morency, no phone. You know, uh, during the uh, – Gabe was on our, always came on our show on Sunday Afternoon Football, and he went to uh, the CFL uh, championship game, and he called in. Now, first, it's hard to hear him because he's at the game, you know, all the fans. And he's bombed out of his mind. It was, it was great radio, great, great fun. But uh, Vegas, I can't imagine – Gabe in Vegas. He, I think he's been there for about 24 hours, and he's lost three things that we know about. Whatever happened to what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Well, I guess well, his stuff I'm... is staying in Vegas. <laughs> now, I picture Gabe, and I, I, you know, I've been out a few times with Gabe, and some nights are better than others, but I picture Gabe as the guy that, you know, after a vacation, he comes back with band-aids and mysterious stories. Yes. Yeah. I, I picture him at some point being dragged away by the police, you know, like half his shirt turned over, the, you know, angry face, and then coming back home like a, like a cartoon, like Droopy. I'm home. We're going to try Gabe's hotel room and see uh, and get an update on Gabe, make sure he's okay. I'm concerned about this guy. I can't imagine why he's a normal human being. <laughs> uh, so everybody's getting a little fired up. Oh, it's a great time in sports right now as we get the NBA coming down the stretch. We got the NHL coming down the stretch. NCAA basketball is going uh, on fire. We got golf and Tiger Woods, but Tiger's uh, he's not great. He's not as great as today as he has been the last four or five times he's been out there. Um, so last week, George. Uh, the PGA had their greatest rank uh, ratings on Saturday uh, than they had in 12 years since Tiger was a thing. Oh, you know, PGA needs someone like that, right? I mean, they need Tiger. It would help if he's great again. I don't think he'll ever be great again. But they need someone that either you root for or you root against, someone that will draw, draw the viewers in. I'm a Tiger fan. I'm a golfer. I hope he does well. But, uh, you know, I, I can see why. Everyone wants to see either Tiger fail or they want to see him have success. Now, uh, George, I'm not – I, I've been so busy with doing all the sports that I do that I, I like college basketball, but I didn't follow it as much as I as I had in the past. But uh, I'm 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 a very lucky guy. I work with <laughs> I probably work with the great minds in each sport, right, on a daily basis. It's kind of crazy. So yesterday I uh, I put an eight team parlay in in college hoops, 
And I'm six for six, and I got two games left today. Now, how, how much is this parlay worth? Uh, so I put uh, I put twenty five dollars on the page fifteen hundred. Gee, and when are these last two games? Well, one's going to be starting during the show. It's the University of Nevada against Texas, and that's a one point spread. And uh, I got Nevada, and then I got Florida State uh, at night, a uh, one and a half point favorite over Missouri. Now. I'm st- here's the crazy part, George. That game's at like 9:40. I'm starting to like Missouri, but I, you know, I can't change my bet. But um, I'm starting to like Missouri. Missouri is a team that have one of the top players in the country, but he didn't play all year, and then they rushed him back for the uh, championship game or the conference championship, and he uh, he didn't play well. They didn't play well. And I think I heard in my ear, we have Gabe Morency, um, and he is on uh, here. Gabe, how are we doing, my man? We're still, uh, still alive and kicking, Tony. Still alive and kicking, barely, <laughs> but uh, not getting any younger. So this is, this is day three here in Vegas. Starting to catch up a little bit. Now, I was telling, George got it right. We played a little family feud. I, I said, uh, um, guess what the next item that Gabe lost, and he, he nailed it, and he, so he uh, chose to uh, go there. And I said, Gabe, I said that I picture you as a guy that goes away for like five, six days, and you come back with band, mysterious Band-Aids and a whole bunch of stories. Yes, that, that is pretty much true. I do have a mysterious scratch on my arm already. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's... You're right. That, that, that's uh, pretty pretty accurate. You know what though? Um, we didn't. We haven't lost anything in the last uh, 24 hours, besides a couple of bets. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, we have we have bad bad beats too. Like half a point. Doesn't matter. What oh team, yeah. I'm gonna lose. Like I think the over in that Arizona game last night, 158. Atlanta 157. Like you know, what are you gonna do? They went three minutes without scoring in that game. Now, Gabe, I was just telling him I got a big parlay that I'm, I'm six for six, but it's an 18 parlay, so they don't pay you for six. And I have left. Uh, I have left Nevada, and I have Florida State. And I told George I put this in like three, four days ago, and I'm starting to like uh, Missouri tonight in that game against Florida State. Yeah, that's a real tough one. That one, you know, the Michael Porter Jr. kid is back. A lot of yeah. talk about him being potentially a top pick in the draft, or at least one of the top picks in the draft. He only played one game last week. He really didn't play all that well. He no. definitely yeah. is rusty. Um, their, their leading rebounder, second leading rebounder, suspended uh, for drunk driving. Uh, he got arrested a couple of days ago, so he's not playing in this game. But Florida State just are underachievers. Yep. You know, there's nothing great about FSU. Look, we saw they got bounced right away in the ACC tournament by Boston College. So, yeah, there's nothing great about this uh, FSU team. I lean with FSU in that Texas game. Really looking forward to this one. It's going to be a fun game. This Nevada team, could, they, they spread the court. They, they really shoot. They play a quick tempo. Uh, Aaron Musselman's the coach. Uh, so you got an NBA caliber coach. They fly under the radar in Nevada. Texas, not lucky to be in the tournament, but they just sort of barely got in. Um, but, you know, Shaka Smart, former VCU coach now at Texas, he's got that tournament magic. And I just think Texas, Tony's going to be able to sort of grind and will themselves to victory in this game um, uh, against Nevada. It's going to be a hell of a game, though. But I, I do like uh, the Texas Longhorns. 
based on all the research I was doing, is that Nevada has three guys that could be in the NBA, but they don't go deeper than six. They 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 really there. So you got to worry about foul trouble, and then you got to worry about Texas grinding them out in the second half. With this, knowing all that, and if that's if you believe that's true, would that make Texas a good second half bet? Uh, it depends. The thing with Texas is they have a hard time scoring. So if Texas falls behind, it's going to be a problem for them. Like, you know, basically, this is the classic correlation, Tony, of if this is a really high-scoring game, Texas is going to be in trouble. You know, Texas just don't have the flow. I mean, Nevada can put up 85 points, right? Nevada can score on anybody. Um, so Texas needs to grind it. Like you said, they need to make this into an ugly basketball game, which I think they will be able to. You know, the, you know, the Nevada, they had a nice run and stuff, but look, we saw, we see, we saw the Pac-12. How, how, how pathetic is that? The Pac-12, uh, all gets bounced, um, all their teams. They only got three teams into the tournament. Two of them in the play-in games. They lose. Then Arizona loses. Now you got the Mountain West. Fact of the matter is, West Coast basketball just, they don't do well in the tournament. West you know, Coast sports are soft. The, the, the football teams are soft. The, the basketball teams are soft. I mean, we hear about Oregon and all these teams, these high, even USC these days. Uh, is Chip Kelly going to go out there and save them? Yeah, that's the thing. You're right. I mean, generally, you're right. They just, they are, you know, soft. I mean, the Golden State Warriors aren't. You know, obviously, right. the Warriors have had that run in the NBA. But as a whole, uh, you know, you, you can't really just stereotype and typecast this stuff. But, man, you know, the kids from the East Coast are just a little tougher. You know, they they just grind. They fight their way through this stuff. You can see um, all these Pac-12 kids and the West Coast teams for some reason, you know, they're not as physical. And they they hang their heads right away. Like they can't, they don't dig down when they're losing and sort of, all right, all right, we got to dig down and really and really start scrapping here. They're you know they're they're prima donnas for the most part. You know, they're sort of they've been babied. They're you know a lot of blue chips, but you know you got to get your uh, you, know, you got to roll your sleeves up a little bit and get you know go in the corner so to speak, Tony. George Curtis, is that because of the snow and the ice makes us the tougher people out in the East Coast? Well, we have to be tougher, right? Else we're going to die. I mean, uh, more snow on Tuesday, man. It's what, what's yeah. up with Mother Nature? Now, the case they in Canada, I, I can't complain about. So They do live longer, though. I think we, we die sooner on the East Coast, Tony. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But their lives suck less than ours. Uh, we're listening to Gabe Morrency out Las Vegas. Now, Gabe, who do we like tonight? Got any picks tonight uh, for us uh, here? I'll tell you what. I'm, uh, I got Butler going on in the game right now. Yeah, I'm on Butler as uh, well. It was a great start, but uh, Arkansas goes on a run. Right so, now. Jesus. See, I'm on uh, tonight. I'm going to be uh, pulling the trigger on um, Auburn and College of Charleston. I like this game to go over the number. Like, I haven't been playing a lot of totals uh, because, you know, the tournament games, neutral courts, different rims, you never really know. It's hard to predict. Uh, you know, a lot of these games have been low scoring, but this is one that I've had my eye on as far as being a higher scoring game. Uh, Charlton have scored like 79 or more points in nine of their last 10 games. And, um, they're actually like nine and one to the over, uh, as well in their last 10 games. And Auburn, Auburn will be able to score on them. So that, that'll be an interesting, uh, that it's going to be a fun game. I'm taking New Mexico State plus the points tonight. You want to talk about a scrappy team? I think, uh, they're going to give, uh, Clemson all, uh, that they can handle. I'm on, uh, Murray State plus the points right now. Let me just grab this sheet here. Murray State. Uh, George, did you ever think about attending Murray State? 
No, you know, you know, I applied. They, they, they wouldn't take me. I don't even know where Murray State is. Did, uh, how about Moorhead State, George? Did you try to go there? That's Tony's favorite school. Yeah. Uh, another one I have no idea where I've heard of it. It's in Indiana. I might have guessed Indiana. The Kansas went there. Kansas State. Kansas State and uh, Creighton. That's another really tough game. I lean now, Kansas Cray- State. Creighton's a good offensive team, but they play have no defense, right? Exactly. And Kansas State's just a blah team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Kansas State just sort of, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Total's <laughs> um, <laughs> 144 and a half. Yeah, they're sort of like FSU, right? These teams are just sort of just there. But um, the total's 144 and a half in that Kansas State Creighton game. Wouldn't be surprised if that was a higher scoring game and we could get, uh, get the over uh, there. Um, you know, we talk about uh, Murray State. I like the Murray State. Uh, uh, I like this team getting the points. Uh, the racers. Uh, so I like this team. We, we kind of should take it with Marshall, actually. But the board is starting to thin out right now as I look at this. Uh, and I don't want to force games. We don't like every game here on, on the card. So, yeah, we're going to go uh, Murray State plus the 10. Uh, New Mexico State plus 5 against uh, Clemson. College of Charleston and Auburn over 148 and a half. And I think Charleston actually hangs around uh, in that game. And... Uh, and uh, that's it. New Mexico State plus the five. Uh, so there you have it. There's your picks for tonight from Gabe Morrissey as he's out in Vegas trying to get it done, trying to put it together. Uh, tomorrow we got a couple of marquee games. I got to ask you about the Seton Hall Kansas game. I had Seton Hall on Thursday. They had three guys that have been there uh, for four years. They go up against a Kansas team that's been up and down, and the spread's only four and a half here. You know what? I'm sort of leaning to Seton Hall, but I, th- no, I know Kansas is a better team. Yeah, I think uh, it's the, the spread is low enough that it has my interest with Kansas. This is, this is it's going to be a fun game to watch. Seton Hall, as you mentioned, you know, they're an experienced team. They've been together for years. They've been in the tournament three years in a row. So when things, things are going well for them, everything clicks. They're a real dangerous uh, basketball team. Um, but it's not a great matchup for them against Kansas. But, you know, four and a half points. You know, but Kansas have been undervalued all year, Tony. I mean, last week it was ridiculous that um, it was crazy that West Virginia were favored against Kansas in a Big 12 championship game. And, you know, you get these short numbers with Kansas. The public just doesn't believe in them. So you're laying a short price. I think Kansas is, in a, is the play in that game. Uh, another big game tomorrow is going to be Florida. Uh, in this game, Florida's taking on Texas Tech, and it's a two-point spread. Yeah, this is. I talked about. Um, I talked about the Florida Gators. You and I talked about them a lot, Tony. Yeah. Uh, down the stretch, very you know, underachieving to say the least. You know, but th- this is a team that you know somehow managed to lose twelve, thirteen games, whatever it was, in twelve games, thirteen games, if not a couple more even. Yet. They also went on the road and uh, smoked Alabama by 22. Florida, one of these teams that could lose to anybody but could beat anybody. And I, I thought they were dangerous, actually, uh, Florida here. And I thought that Texas Tech has been overhyped. There's been a, lot, a lot of guys I respect actually really like this Texas Tech team and think that Texas Tech really flying under the radar uh, in this tournament. I, you know, I'm not in love with uh, Tech as much as some other people are. And, you know, this, this is a tough game, but I think Texas Tech probably beats Florida here. I mean, I think there's, this, two, yeah. there's two games I think that the, the, the lines are too low. 
Gonzaga three and a half over Ohio State and Kentucky six over Buffalo. Buffalo shot 55% from the field in that game the other day. Um, Kentucky didn't hit a three-pointer and still beat a good team. I don't see how Buffalo stays in the game with them. Yeah, you know, a lot of times, Tony, as well, right? I mean, coming off of a huge emotional win like that, huge emotional win like that, your kids, can you keep it going and keep that momentum going? It's extremely difficult. But we're not being stated. I don't want to get in front of this team that's, that's shooting the ball as well as they are, actually. Yeah, I just it's, I, can't, I can't get in front of that. Uh, I can't get in front of them, Tony. And Gonzaga, you know, I think Gonzaga played better in this game, actually. You know, yeah, Gonzaga, yeah. they got a little bit of a scare. I think Gonzaga raised their level tomorrow. Okay, we're going to take a break. Good luck. Keep your stuff together, man. Keep it together. It's always a pleasure, guys. I look forward to being back and uh, and uh, crushing the book with you on Monday. There he is, Gabe Morrissey, getting it done. Take a quick break. We'll come back, and we'll uh, check in in life. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source 24 hours a day. Welcome back to Game Time Decisions right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. As people are fired up, we heard from Gabe Morency live from Las Vegas. George, I was reading something today. Guys in the shape of uh, Gabe, you know, they get a little effed up and they don't know. They lose their tickets that they go and bet on, right? right? So not only do they have to win the game, they have to remember to keep their tickets somewhere where they can find them and turn them in to get their money back. And people were saying that that's why you should do online gambling, even though it's not really legal in the United States. So we need to fix that problem for all the people that have problems, you know, issues I'm, with maybe, you know. Aren't you surprised that maybe in Vegas they wouldn't have where you can do it on your phone? Like you can't every place else and it just comes up on your phone what you bet on? You I know they have an one- app. Yeah, I know there's one place you, you can at least. Um, the Bam, the, the uh, one of the one of the cooks has a sports book, like one of those uh, famous cooks has a sports book, and you can bet. Uh, they have an app there, and you can bet on things. Uh, right, that would seem to make all the sense in the world. It's where you avoid just the problem you're mentioning. If you are going out and getting effed up, where you can, it's right <laughs> on your phone. You know what you did? Because <laughs> you're right, man. Who who's gonna remember? You know how those those tickets are? I'm I'm sober, and I might lose those things. Yeah, yeah. Ah, that's a crazy situation right there. We got to get that. We got to get that resolved for uh, uh, the people out there. And um, we got a lot of fantasy baseball uh, drafts coming up, and we got people kicking off uh, the fantasy baseball world. George, the, the season kicks off kind of early, and I think some people are getting uh, left behind on the draft. How do you feel about drafting once the season's already started? I've never done it. 
No, not ever. Not that I can remember in any league, baseball, football, hockey, or anything. I don't remember. I have to have football, but it's been the third, only the Thursday night game happened. I don't like that. I, I know really, and when you think about it, especially in baseball, football, I think. I have like, no, oh, see, I have no, I have, I, I'm okay with it in baseball compared to right. football. Because one game, you only play 13. Games, yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't matter. You play still, 13 weeks. If, if a guy gets two touchdowns on Thursday night, you're going to win. I might pick him. Yeah, I might pick him. Yeah. You'd have to because it's, you imagine 13 weeks. It's one thirteenth of your schedule. Baseball, let's face it, I think it's 186 days in baseball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was 185 last time, but maybe they, you know, they have an extra day off now or something. Yeah, they, they, I think every team gets an extra four to five days. That's why we're scheduled starting earlier. So I, I would agree, I, but I've never done it. I, I, I just don't like it. You know, I'm one of those guys, I'd prefer a draft. I think the season starts on, what, the 29th, I want to say? I'd like yep. to draft on the 28th. You know, as late as possible, get as close to a season as I possibly can. But uh, I can't remember ever. I think I've, I've drafted actually on the night, and this may have been really before cell phones were in. Uh, everybody had cell phones and computers. I think I drafted on opening night, but we didn't want, nobody was able to have a watch a TV or anything, so nobody knew. I can remember doing that once. But other than that, no. I, I prefer before. Here's what I need people to do. If you've never done this before, I want you to think about it. People are busy, man. People are busy, and to get 12 people to commit to doing a draft or anything at the same time on the same day is nearly impossible. I mean, some people have a job. Some people have two jobs. They have kids. They have a wife. And to get So just in that scenario, right, do that 12 times. So basically you need 30 people that are affected by – uh, trying to make sure that you can get to this place at the right time. I think more and more people should be open to doing slow drafts for their leagues. And I do it, I do it, uh, uh, you know, for a couple of, you know, NFBC, and I've done it for, we did it for the greatest uh, fantasy baseball invitational this year. And I know, George, you've done it from some football leagues too. Is that it's not that bad once you get used to it. And now all the leagues have switched to two-hour time clocks instead of the eight when we first started doing them. I love it. Yeah, I was, I'm in the great fantasy with Baseball Invitational, too. Uh, that was a five-hour clock, I believe. I just did one that was a four-hour clock. I have no problem with the slow draft. I mean, Tony, I'm married, two kids, you know, have a house, job, all this other stuff. Setting up a draft is the hardest thing I will do all year. Because yeah. you're absolutely right. Trying to get those, those 11 other people in your league, and this is my, my home league, you know, so this is family and friends, trying to get those guys to agree on anything is impossible. Oh, no, I can't make it. I got, you know, I got the kids have a thing that night. I got to rearrange my sock drawer. The wife said no. You know, it's like, oh, my God. So I agree with you. I've done that a couple of years. Listen, if we don't agree on a date, either A, I just make it the date, let people deal with it, or B, or, you know, if it's football, August 1st, slow draft the starting, deal with it. You know, because I'm not Plus playing the crap anymore. Here's the other benefit of the slow draft is that, say it, takes, uh, say it takes three weeks. Just say it takes three weeks, right? Baseball, you have more picks than everywhere. Football, you'd be done in, in less than two weeks. But say it takes three weeks. Plus, you got a chat room there, and everybody can, you know, chat and, uh, you know, throw shots at each other in the chat room and, and, and barrage everybody's picks. And then it becomes like a bigger thing than that one day of your draft, I think that's the optimistic side of uh, looking at it. I mean, listen, for my home league, I prefer, 
You know, the uh, the live draft. Everyone to be there. Yeah, you well, everyone. I think everyone does, but I'm it's saying it's, it's it's a consolation. It's a consolation. It is. Uh, I like. Listen, yeah. I think what I'm, what I'm finding more and more is this. Generally, we do sort of a uh, combination where it is a live draft, but maybe not everyone's at the house. You know, maybe eight guys are at the house, four guys are doing it online, and that's fine. You know, because you get, they get the same thing. But a slow draft doesn't bother me. If someone said, "Hey, we're doing a slow draft," I don't care. What I do find funny is I don't know how you feel about this when you're doing a slow draft. Do you get pissed when uh, you know people take forever? Because that great yeah. fantasy baseball invitational, and I understand it's a slow draft, so yes, you should be allowed to take your four hours. But I, I hate it when the same person takes four hours every time. I love the excuses you see when they say, "Oh no, listen, I, I didn't have Wi-Fi. Had to go on a plane trip. Had to go to a dentist. Forgot." This is this all no. all the excuses I heard during the last draft. It was hilarious. No, all right. Uh, so I'm going to get into this. You guys that have those excuses, right, either don't know what you're doing or you're a complete a-hole and you think your time is worthy of uh, more worthy than everybody else's, right? So, uh, and I'm going to give you full disclosure. I got auto-timed out on my first pick, the first pick in the draft. It started at 8 o'clock in the morning, right? And I get done at 8.30. I do the show 6 to 7.30, then I do a thing for the NBA, and I get the ninth pick. I said, oh, I'm going to take a nap for an hour, and then I'll check it, right? I woke up at, like, 1, and they picked, like, the first eight guys picked right in a row. And I woke up, like, a half hour after the time limit went up, right? And I'm like, oh, I am an a-hole. Nobody, you should never get timed out, and the first pick is the worst, like. And uh, I, I, so I apologize to that. And then here's what I do on those slow drafts is – First of all, what happened to me should never happen because, one, you should be ready. But you should always have your cue filled. And so if he does get timed out, it goes to your, you know, your player there. That, that's, to me, that's fantasy 101. And then um, the second thing is, is that when I get after the third round, I go on auto the whole time. Because I'm always constantly updating my cues, updating my cue. So I have 100 players in there. And so what happens is, say after the third round, I have three hitters and I need a pitcher. Well, then I just adjust my cue and I pick the, I put the next 10 pitchers that I want in a row. And that's how I work it, George. And I, I never make anyone wait one of five seconds. Yeah, I'm always one. I'm the kind of person you want in your draft because I pick right away. Uh, I live on my computer anyway, so I'm always there. But I also fill my cue up. You know, I also died. There was a league, the Scott Fishbowl, I think two, three years ago, where I did miss the first pick, same as you, because I was away. You know, and I thought the draft was on. I think I, I'm sorry. I thought my cruise was an extra day than I expected it to be. So I missed the pick. I did oh, get in touch with. I was on a you cruise. You can't no play Wi-Fi. on a cruise, man. The, the, the Wi-Fi is like you can get Wi-Fi now, and it's like eighty dollars a day. It's a joke, man. And uh, I, I missed the last cruise I was on. They didn't, this, even the sports bar wasn't working. Whenever I go on a cruise, oh, yeah. the sports Me bar too. is never working. Why is that? I bet it twice in the sports bar wasn't working. Same here. Both on uh, Carnival Cruise Lines, man, twice. Yeah. The sports bar wasn't working. I think it's all BS. I don't think there is a sports bar. I think it's all just a, I really do think it's just a scam to get you to go on and you'll be okay. Once I missed the NFL draft, I was pissed. You know, because I was, I was going to hang out there, watch the draft, you know, enjoy. And the other one, I think, was uh, during the, uh, the soccer tournament, the World Cup. And I, I would have watched that, too, while on a cruise. So, uh, yeah, but it hasn't worked either time. But that's the only time I've ever missed a pick. And uh, I ended up being a two-quarterback. I think they gave me Eddie Lacy in the first round. So let you know how many years ago this was. Eddie Lacy, a guy that was absolutely getting it done. You listen to Game Time Decisions right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You know, 
George, I was I was thinking about this the other day. Is that um, Scotty Angle? Scotty Angle goes to these locker rooms, right, and hangs out with a grown man half clothed, and he and he seems to enjoy it. <laughs> and he always asks the same question: If you were, uh, how do you feel when somebody walks up to you and says, "I've got you on my fantasy team"? Have you ever heard that from Scott? Yeah, I think I've, I've heard of the interviews that we play on the show from time to time. Yeah. So I asked Scott, you know, Scott, we're we're going in a direction in this country where they're going to legalize gambling. In April, the Supreme Court is making a decision for the state of New Jersey saying, why is Las Vegas the only one that's gambling? We want to put it in. We need to put it in. And a lot of people think that's going to pass. And then the whole world's going to cave in as Major League Baseball and the NBA have applied for licenses in other states. So I asked Scott, are you going to go up to an NBA player in the locker room and say, how do you feel when your cousin comes up to you and says, hey, I needed to really pay my electric bill, and I'm glad you guys won by five? <laughs> that's going to be something they stay really away from and not comment on those kinds of uh, things. It is a slippery slope. Uh, I, I'm I'm not a big gambler, but I'm one who I do believe gambling should be legal. I get silly that I don't like government telling us anything that we can and can't do. We should be able to, you know, sort of mind our own uh, fences here. So, uh, but it'll be a slippery slope for sports players because they're not they're still not going to be allowed to talk about it. But listen, we have we have a sports team in Vegas now in hockey. The Raiders are moving yeah. to Vegas now. That's it. Seems to have opened things up a bit. Yeah, but uh, you know the thing is. He- I, I don't get it. I, I understand what you're saying. I think 99% of the people with any intelligence uh, absolutely, absolutely agree with you. But if it's legal and people are doing it, why can't you ask that question? I think it's, it's still the insinuation that maybe he threw the game. Or, well, if they've won by five, what are you going to say? He tried harder this time? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I guess it's when they, when they lost and he, all of a sudden the guy made a couple of bad plays. You know, they, if it comes up to that time, hey, cuz, thanks for, you know, hitting that brick. You know, I appreciate it. <laughs> that free throw. Hey, aces, buddy. Well, that's, that's the one that's going to get him in trouble. Well, that's why you can't ask that question. Like, if you turn the question around and say, Hey, listen, uh, I noticed uh, in the last three minutes of the game, you were 0 for 4, but you were 18 for 20 prior to that. Um, did your cousin or anyone bet against you? Like, he probably can't ask that question, right? He wouldn't be in the locker room very long if he did. <laughs> but what's wrong? I mean, my mom told me there's no bad questions. <laughs> she did. She did. actually. My mom told me that too. That would be a bad one. You gotta, I think it'd be a little smarter than that. But somebody will ask that. You know what's going to happen. Someone like Skip Bayless would definitely saw who wants to cause controversy, especially if it happens over and over again. You know, they could track down that. You know, the same cousin kept betting that game. You know, that's when it becomes uh, a bigger story. I think I could fix a game. I really think I could fix a game, and I know how to go about doing it. Um, the way I would fix a game. Is um, what team? What team do you want to give me a team? Any team you want to fix the game, and we'll have them lose. What sport are we talking about here? We're going basketball. Any sport. Any sport. I can fix right. any sport. All right, let's let's go fix the Yankees. All right, the Yankees. So, all right, Sonny Gray is going to be starting for the Yankees on Saturday, May thirteenth. So on Thursday, May eleventh. 
uh, we've been following Sonny Gray around for two weeks, and we know he always goes to chicken wing night at Hooters. And he always sits and talks to Lucy, the blonde-headed girl in the short shorts, right? And Lucy has become friendly with Sonny Gray. And then all of a sudden, we're going to get Lucy in the parking lot and say, Lucy, here's what we want you to do. We're going to pay you $10,000. You know how long it takes Lucy at Hooters to make $10,000? I'm guessing a while. I'm following you here. I like it. I like where you're going with here. All right. I think we have a law and order episode. And then Lucy's going to take Sonny Gray to a hotel room up the street, which we have cameras in. Sonny Gray has been married for 10 years. Sonny Gray has like $40 million he doesn't want to lose half of. And Sonny Gray is going to go back to the Hooters hotel room. And we are going to film him in the Hooters uh, with Lucy. And then on Friday, when uh, they leave, we're going to pull Sonny Gray over. We're going to tell him to get in the car. we got a video we want to show him. And all we want to do is we're going to give you this video as soon as you lose tomorrow. How the hell is it? What would you do in that situation? Just think of it from a human perspective. You're married. You have kids. You made a mistake one night. And all of a sudden, there's a video of it. What are you going to do? Well, I think we need to do a little more research into this. First, does Sonny Gray like his wife or love his wife? B, is the wife with him? Oh, it, oh. it doesn't even matter, though, because he, I, I think he has to take it one step further. Does he like half of his money? But maybe, the wife, maybe this is not the first time he's uh, stepped out on her. Maybe she's just with him for the money. <laughs> you know, and she, 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 doesn't think, she doesn't think 20 million is enough. You know, she wants the next big contract he's got, so she doesn't care. Maybe she knows that Sonny Gray's sleeping around. You know, so yeah. I don't think this is not quite. I think we got to do more research because you mean just, oh, I don't care. Yeah, show everybody. It's fine. We got to find, we gotta find a, the, the, the couple that go to the church together. Yes, yes. The couple that's really in love. Those are the guys you can get. And then we're going to show it. The embarrassment, too. Not just the money, the embarrassment when the video comes we're gonna out. We're going to show it at the church. See? There you go. See, now you got somebody. Now you maybe six more than one game. You're listening to Game Time Decisions with George Kurtz, Tony Cicada. If you guys want to fix a game, give us a call. you got a better idea how to do it. 844-843-6879. 844-843-6879 is the way to go. we got a plan. we got a little couple holes. We'll address them. Stay tuned for more right here at Game Time Decisions. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Welcome back. Game Time Decisions. George Kurtz, Tony Cicada. We heard from Gabe Morency a little earlier in the show. He's out in Vegas trying to get it done. He'll be back on Monday. Gabe, I got one more scenario that I think we can uh, we can fix a game with. I think this one's foolproof, so let me know if this one will work. 
you get a guy like Aaron Hernandez used to have a couple hanger honors, you know, that they would go out with him to the clubs and stuff, and then they would spill beer on people and kill them. <laughs> um, it, it, like, you get one of those people, right, to uh, slip a drug into the drink of the athlete, and then you take that athlete to a hotel room, drugged, and you put him in bed with another man. And then you take the videos of him and another man. And that is a quick way to get a game fixed. I think that is that's, even more effective. That's good. I think that's better. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, because you're not you're not involving Lucy, so you don't have to worry about that third person. And even if the, <laughs> even if he were let's say he Aaron Hearn, or anybody else, player A is gonna go, oh, I'll just go to the police, tell him that. Still, you're in bed with another man. We all know locker room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> People are gonna be watching that video in the locker room. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think so your your teammates even even in this day and age, man. I know it's more accepted, and uh, I I don't have an issue with it. But I uh, yeah. locker room, man. You're gonna hear about this, and P- your for your teammates aren't always gonna trust you. They're gonna look at you differently. Uh, so yeah, actually, uh, if you're gonna fix a game, I think that might be a better way to go. Yeah, like you, Mickey, the guy. You take him to the hotel. You put him in a bed, uh, a bed with a man, and have them, him and the man. Like you can, you, I don't even know, man. You can get some things there. And I'll tell you what, that guy's fixing the game. And I think that's like less than a twenty-minute conversation. I think it's easy because uh, you, you're embarrassed. But the only thing is, uh, I guess if you're once if you're player A, how many games are they going to do this for? Wait, what's your breaking limit here? Because once again, so this is more than one game for me. Unless I'm making <laughs> million, <laughs> I'm going mean, to be using that video forever. The only problem with that is here's the, here's the problem, like where you, you might not be able to use it for multiple games. For one, this guy's you know scared to death, and eventually he might tell the police what happened, you know, go from there or whatever. Or secondly, is what Las Vegas does is that they keep track of every game that's bet, right, and how much money's bet on each side. Well, if all of a sudden like. Three games in a row that Sonny Gray's pitching, they have eighteen million dollars more than any other game that the Yankees play on bet on. Then you can get yourself in trouble because they're they now they're starting up, to look. Yeah. Something's up in uh, there, so you, you got to try to for the for safety purposes. And we all get greedy. You got to try to do it once and hit it hard. And but no one's doing it can, once. You know they're doing they it at go, least twice. And then go to Cayman Islands and never worry about anything again. I, 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 you're right. I mean, that's, that's, the, that's the key pretty much to life is knowing when enough is enough, you know, and, uh, and not go, go past the breaking point. Yeah, that's the key. Yeah, that's the key. I think we've done a good job. If you guys want to help us out and you want to put it together, maybe we can get a, a group chat going and we can, uh, we can all work on this. I think we've got some people here that could help us out, George. Uh, profits for uh, life, DFSs. By the sounds of this Lucy, I may just have to be, I may be falling in love. The guy wants to meet Lucy. This is my new column for next week, Nine Ways to Fix a Game. <laughs> Scott Angle will be so proud. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I'll tell you right now, that's what you got to do. Is you gotta do whatever it takes sometimes to make money. It's a tough economy out there. Jobs ain't what they used to be. Um, there's nobody building the wall, so the laborers can't even get out there. We gotta figure it all out. No one's building the wall. We got a nice. What we got a parade coming soon? Maybe you can be a, a parade person. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is great stuff. This country that we live in here. Um, you know what's what's amazing? 
is that uh, I've actually made some money gambling on. Um, they put up they put up fantasy points for basketball, right? So basically, like LeBron James over and under was fifty six points last night, and I banged the over. I banged the over on Julius Randle the other night, like. So I've only been doing it for a week, the, the fantasy points, and and I I lost one on Kevin Durant. Uh, Kevin Durant, um, he was hurt, which killed me, but he had a subpar effort, and he and he only missed the over by like four points. Um, so I'm starting to wonder if it's going to be. See, the the thing is, basketball to me is the easiest sport to predict because there's not a lot of like if you have a one yard run in football. A one-yard run uh, can be six points for a touchdown. A one-yard run could be a fumble. A one-yard run could be like there's all sorts of variants. In, in basketball, a basket's a basket. Uh, an assist is assist. A rebound's a rebound. And so there's not a variance. So it's the easiest predictability is basketball. But I'm starting to look now at all these sports books, and I'm wondering what baseball, if they have individual player odds for each night's games, I would think I would just bet the under every night because the, the average baseball player gets out. I mean, the great baseball player gets out 70% of the time. You'd have to bet the under every time. You'd be silly right? not to because you just said it. What, what's the best batter going to bet bat this year? 340? Oh, two, maybe. That still means he's 66% of the time. He's out. You know, so, yes, you, uh, the smart move would be to, uh, you know, unless he's facing someone you know he's going to wreck that night. Absolutely. You bet the under every time. So I don't know how they're going to rectify that. You know, unless they're going to make the under low, are they going to make it? You know, three points. You know, then then you would try to what? Then the only other alternative to doing that is that they don't put every player, so that makes it hard. Is that they usually have two or three players from each team? So here's the way to do that: is if you have a team that you think that's going to allow ten hits or more, is you bet the over on all three guys, and then you hope you nail two out of three. And if it's a strong pitcher, you go three guys again, you go the and you go on. Yeah, you go the under uh, there, and you and you try to bang two out of three every night. It'd be curious. You assume the uh, the algorithm would be, you know, they'll just take the average of what every player does, and uh, guess what the pitcher does, and sort of do a little math there. Uh, I think uh, if, if once again if they're going to do this for baseball, probably the first year is your best chance to make big money because they're guessing or they're learning as much as we are. You know, no so one really I, knows it yet. So I'm a guy that constantly, when I bet, I bet the unders, but. On this basketball stuff that I've been betting, um, I've actually been betting the overs because their 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 totals are too low. Uh, they use the same draft uh, scoring as DraftKings, so I'm already doing the research and I'm doing this stuff all day. And I was like, "Hey, geez, let me try this." And uh, it's been it's been profitable this week, so uh, it will keep uh, keep everybody up to date and let people know uh, when those opportunities are out there in other sports as well. You know, it's crazy is. Um, Daily Fantasy Sports, a couple of years ago, of course, we had the whole uh, industry under under shakedown by the government, and they stopped the college basketball. You know, I thought at the time that college ba- they should just stop it, college basketball, just to get the government away from them and stop looking at it. I said it was like it wasn't worth it. But I'm thinking about it. They got this tournament going on, right? Every Hallery, Dick, and Sally has got a tournament pool, and they put a couple of dollars in. And every, like people are betting on this thing all over the place. People are in Las Vegas, like Gabe Marcy, out there betting on it. Why can't we? Pl- why, why aren't we playing DFS on this thing? 
I, I agree. Now, like I said, I'm not a basketball guy, but you said it. I have brackets. <laughs> I mean, it's just the way it is. We all have brackets. Uh, so, you know, I, I get the uh, why why they do it or why they didn't want you to do DFS because once again, I think it's the easiest sport to uh, sort of fix. And it's got these but you can't fix a money. DFS game, right? right? I mean, they make you take multiple teams. You have to have three different teams involved. There's nine players. I mean, how the hell are we going to do? Go hunt around the country for nine players on the same night and fix a game? I agree with you, but I don't think the government thinks like that. I just think oh, they think in gener- yeah, they generalities, yeah. not specifics. You know, I, yeah, I, actually, I don't yeah. know if uh, most of these governments even understand DFS. You know, and that it's it's more str- it's not luck. I mean, it's stress. You know, we all do the work. We know how much work is involved to figure out who you're going to uh, going to play that night. They, I don't think the government understands it. They just think you're you're literally picking players out of a hat. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think they understand much either. Oh, don't Seems get me started. Like <laughs> George, you're in New York. There's a lot of taxes in New York. Just a few. Just a few, yeah. <laughs> George, now, you're for people out there that don't know, George is a, a hockey referee as well. George, what's the craziest thing a guy's ever said to you while you're refereeing a hockey game? Oh, I have a guy. I mean, obviously, you get so many four-letter bombs. Uh, I mean, <laughs> they tell you everything. Uh, I once had a guy. Uh, this is the the funniest thing. He told me I was uh, he was an Asian player. I don't know if I'm wearing HBT. He told me I was racist against Asians, which uh, <laughs> I, I found it funny as one of his teammates told him, uh, "Well, you know, you know, his wife is Asian." And he goes, "Well, that's the reason why." That was funny. <laughs> he laughed. <laughs> he figured you hated your wife and you hated him. Uh, I guess the, I don't think he knew at first that my wife was Asian. He just he caught on real quick. He caught the next uh, good, very quickly. He caught the next excuse. But I've had guys do everything from threaten me. You know, guys are idiots during the game. Generally, once the game's over, everybody calms down. Everyone's friends again. But guys are idiots uh, when they when they play hockey. They think it's okay to to yell, scream, act like two year olds. Uh, I mean, it's just it's you know it's like guys, it, it's it's not even a professional game here. We all got to go to work the next day. What the hell? No one cares if you won or lost this game. Is your significant other? Are you gonna get late tonight because you won this game? I'm thinking no. <laughs> Let me ask you another question then. Has there ever been when there are fights in these games? Do you, as the referee, find that it's your job to break it up, or do you just let them kill each other? You know, I'm 48, Tony. Uh, I've been refereeing for 25 years. Now, granted, uh, technically the job of referee is not to break up a fight, and you won't see that in my job description at the, at the hockey rink. You know, yeah. yeah, you're not supposed to fight. But I find it funny because, uh, you know, guys tell me, you should go break this fight up. I just laugh at them. I'm like, hey, I'm going to watch like you're watching. I'm not getting paid not to break up a fight. Get the hell out of here. You guys want to go? I will watch just like the NHL refs do. I'll watch, take some notes. Ooh, good right. Oh, that had to hurt. You idiots want to fight. You go right ahead. Now, have you ever wore your hockey referee's uniform um, to Foot Locker to confuse them? <laughs> I think sometimes people thought I've worked at Foot Locker. <laughs> you know, tonight, I think that's a good indication. I mean, I'm, I I'm that, repping tonight. And then, I think uh, that, would, that would be first. awesome. If you took your hockey shirt I mean, and you went into Foot Locker and you started trying people. women... Yeah, it started trying on women's shoes. And then after a while, I said, I just like feet. I don't really, I don't work here. <laughs> there are times, uh, when I, this is more during, uh, when it's warmer, the, the rink is outdoors, where, uh, you know, like tonight, there's no 8 o'clock game tonight. So I'm refing one game, then I'll have a break. I'll probably go out and get something to eat. And uh, if it was uh, warmer, I'd probably only be wearing the hockey jersey. So I, I would just wear it. I wouldn't care. 
Yeah, tonight I'll probably take it off because I'll be wearing a jacket. But, uh, I, you know, once again, when I was younger, I was probably more, oh, you know, I don't want people to think I work at Foot Locker. It did cross my mind. Now, 48, <laughs> I don't care. They can think whatever they want. Uh, calls basketball. <laughs> the college basketball, North Carolina, 82-61, one minute to go in that game. Uh, we have Murray State trailing West Virginia, 23-17, 5-20 to go first half. Butler in Arkansas, 53-50, 9-41 to go in the second half. And Texas, 19, Nevada, 18, 6-30 to go in the first half. Um, this is not good for my Nevada thing because uh, – Gabe, so we need a high-scoring game for Nevada to, to, to win this one. So we need to pick up the pace. They're playing the 2-3 zone in Texas, and they're uh, befuddling the Nevada offense. I don't like that, George. I need them to uh, to score and start, start, start hammering away. Well, we need you to have something to watch tonight and be interested in, right? So uh, yeah. certainly rooting for it. Now let me ask you a question. You know, cause, uh, would you rather lose now or lose the last game? You lose now, no. hey, you know, you're done. You don't have to worry about it. You lose the last game, you know, that, especially if it's close. You know, by 11.30, yeah. you're going to be pissed off. Well, here's what I'm thinking of doing. If I win this game, I'm thinking of put a three or $500 on the other team and just take $1,000 or $500. I, you know, uh, my brother does the same thing, and I've done the same thing as well uh, If uh, when I have that kind of money, especially if I'm not sure I'm going to win. You know, sometimes I'll roll the dice if I'm positive this team's going to beat somebody else. More, it's more football than anything else. Then I'll I'll do that. But in your case, since this, these games are close, I kind of like you hedging your bets here. Now, have you thought about um, what if you had bet on uh, Hillary Clinton to win the election? If I was betting, I would have bet on her. I was surprised she lost. I, I know I, I shouldn't say surprised, but uh, I thought she would win. I never thought this country would actually vote for. Uh, for Trump, I think and listen, she lost because of what she, you know, she had issues as well, and it shows you how much of the country didn't trust her at all, or maybe just how much this country just wanted to change. Well, you got yes. it. <laughs> what, what are your odds on uh, re-election? Well, who are the Democrats going to throw up in uh, 20? And that, that's the uh, whole key thing, right? I mean, throw up somebody who uh, we can vote for, who we like. You know, who we, we don't have trust issues with. You know, Trump's crazy, but Clinton, listen, I, she's more of a politician, but she had her issues as well. She was a liar. Listen, they're all liars. For me, I'd like to really throw all the politicians into a, a vat of acid and start from scratch. What if they threw Pee Wee Herman out there? Well, he might throw something else on them. <laughs> I mean, I think Paul Rubens in his little suit and Donald would be a great debates. Uh, I mean, can we get someone who's a, a true I, – I understand there's probably not many people out there anymore, a true, real politician. I don't need Trump and you're fired out there. I don't need anybody else from movies. <laughs> well, isn't Oprah Winfrey going to run now? And she'll win because everybody loves Oprah. Great. I mean, oh, this sucks. <laughs> what do you want to do, George? You want to move? Well, what's his name? Is it Matt Damon said he's taking his family to Australia? He is. I think I heard that yesterday. He's had it with Trump. He's going to take his family to Australia. Uh, then I got to watch sports in like the middle of the night. I can't do that. <laughs> if Matt Damon takes his family to Australia, I hope that Americans never watch another movie again. And then we'll teach him. We'll teach him. A yeah, lesson. I'm sure he'll be real upset. Well, he will be once he realizes, oh, I can't get $10 million a movie anymore. I think that's the way we got to. We gotta hurt people in their pocketbook. Yes, we do, but Dane ain't gonna be hurt. Not enough. 
Stay tuned for Game Time Decisions. Coming back with more. Does your fantasy team suck? Maybe you need us. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The only free 24-7 Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. News update. Despite a report that he might retire, NFL Network's Ian Rappaport reports that tight end Greg Olson is committed to playing football for the Panthers in 2000. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. Welcome back to Game Time Decisions. He is George Kurtz. My name is Tony Sincata, and we are here for Gabe Morris and Cam Stewart, who are in Las Vegas trying to get down on the NCAA hoops action. And um, they're doing they're doing their best. I don't know if they're actually doing their best. So how do you know this? Good. Because they're not doing their best. If they were doing their best, they wouldn't be so inebriated. They're losing shit all over Las Vegas. Yeah, they wouldn't be down $2,000 worth of equipment. (laughs) (laughs) Effort. It's good effort on their part. They're doing their best effort. George, I've got uh, the Las Vegas odds on home run hitters for uh, 2018. Which player will lead all of baseball in home runs in the favorite of course is Giancarlo Stanton you can bet $100 on Mr. Stanton and win $250 he is the uh, he's the favorite the second favorite is Aaron Judge where you bet 100 and he can win 400 now give me a home run hitter that's off the beaten path that you think that might be able to win it and uh, might not be one of the favorites uh, I don't know if it's off the beaten path, but the first person that comes to mind that I might take over them is J.D. Martinez. Oh, J.D. Martinez is interesting because the guy that I was thinking of uh, was Chris Davis. Nobody ever thinks of Chris Davis, right? Chris he's in Davis, Oakland. Sure. He, he, he's, he's in oh, Oakland. that Chris Davis. Yes, not the, the other one. That, I don't know if he can see anymore. I think that's the problem. <laughs> um, it's not a good thing. The Chris Davis in Oakland, he's 1600 to win for 100 uh, there. And your guy, J.D. Martinez, is a guy that, um, you know, what's crazy? I don't think he's got an odds here. Oh, here he is. Oh, he's one of the favorites. He's actually 400 bucks for 100 So he's right with Aaron Judge. Yeah, so, all right. So how about another guy? Look at the guys who are uh, me. How about, how about Cody Bellinger? Cody Bellinger, of course, Bellinger came in and played really well and then suffered during the postseason. Uh, but you know what? It did Cody Bellinger. Cody Bellinger would set you back. Oh, you can win. He's right there with Chris Davis, 1600 for 100 bucks. No, I can, That's a tough I can like Josh Donaldson winning. It is. It's hard to go for a National League guy. But uh, I can see someone like uh, Josh Donaldson, Toronto, being uh, putting up some numbers there. I can't see Bryce Harper staying healthy. So you think health is the uh, concern there uh, with him? Josh Donaldson, 
of course, he's in a uh, free agent year. He's a twenty five hundred for a hundred. You can get some really good payday on that one. I think I might vote for Josh. I like the, the like I said, he's a free agent. Man swings hard. He's not getting cheated on that swing. Plays in a band box. Uh, he's another one though. Uh, health will be an issue. Is uh, even this spring training, he's been banged up a few times. You, know, you look at your first baseman and the humidor. I guess we're not going to go Goldschmidt there because of that. And Carnacion interests me somewhat, but uh, probably not enough to place a bet on him. Jose Altuve can get eight thousand uh, bucks for a hundred bucks if he uh, wins the home run title. Listen, I, I, I love Altuve, but he's not winning the home run title unless there are a whole lot of injuries. He'll be my, he'll be my second overall pick in a fantasy draft, but uh, he's not hitting more than twenty-seven, twenty-eight bombs. Um, that's very uh, so he he can't. Um, how about Charlie Blackman? Does he have a shot? Eight thousand to one. Yeah, he did come to mind here, and he's batting first. We'll get a couple of extra at bats, you know. So he did uh, a guy I kind of like here. I think uh, if I was going to place a bet that someone who I didn't expect to win, but hey, it's worth it, he would be the one. He would. He would certainly be the one. Uh, how about Gary Sanchez. You like? Oh, how about Gary Sanchez? Gary is at. I bet you he's one of the favorites. It's tough to to bet a catcher. It's hard for a catcher, though. Yeah, they sit so much. He's eight hundred to one. He's eight hundred to one. Um, the odds you were talking about the odds on the next president of the United States. Uh, Donald Trump only brings back one hundred and thirty for a hundred. He's by far the favorite. Uh, second is Mike Pence, one thousand for a hundred. Oh God, and Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren, uh, Pocahontas, as Donald Trump calls her, one thousand. For a hundred, uh, uh, that's not racist at all. <laughs> I don't think Donald really cares about the racist aspect. <laughs> no, I don't. Does he? I don't think Donald cares about anything. I don't think he expected to win. He just, oh, well, keep saying stupid shit, but it doesn't matter. They love me anyway. George Clooney is one of your uh, uh, actors. Um, he's 6,500 for a hundred. 6500 for 100 for Clooney? I don't think he's interested. I, I don't understand why if you're super rich, you'd want the job anyway. I mean, are you, are you that bored? I mean, no one can fix what's going on here anyway. Kanye West. Oh, God, I might move. <laughs> you know that Kanye West could, uh, could, could run the country? Listen, if West wins, uh, I hope Damon has some property up next to him. Can he rent me a, a, you know, a little pool house in back? Twelve thousand to uh, for a hundred, and What's then Oprah? Uh, Sarah Palin is also the same as uh, she's two thousand for a hundred. Oprah, yeah, because I think I think if she decided to run, she'd have a good chance. Once again, none of these people should be uh, in, even in this conversation. We need somebody who's actually you know a politician who knows what they're doing and is not corrupt. I understand that sort of you know oxymoron. Good luck finding that. You know what's crazy. Dwayne the Rock Johnson is four thousand for a hundred, and Mitt Romney's fifty five hundred. So the Rock has has a better chance to get elected than Mitt Romney. I don't even like his movies. Can you smell what the Rock is cooking? I mean, it's amazing. That's all we want. It's a popularity contest. That's all this is nowadays. Who's more? Who's the most popular person? Because people just punch their uh, they'll punch their name on the, the the voting ballot because they know the name. Oh yeah, I've heard of I've heard of the Rock. Sure, why not? Ding. Good luck. I weep for my kids. Do you really? No. But uh, (laughs) maybe I should. Uh, Here are the uh, division winners to win the divisions in baseball's odds. The American League East, the Yankees, 
140 to win 100 on the Yankees. The Boston Red Sox gets you 150 for $100. So the Yankees are a sizable favorite over the Red Sox. They shouldn't be. I mean, if you go, well, I, I've done, being a Yankee fan, I've done this. You go position by position, especially on offense, it's either all Red Sox or it's a tie. A lot of it is a tie. Pitching staff, I mean, okay. The Yankees have the better bullpen. Red Sox, you have Chris Sale. I always tend to give the an edge there. I think this uh, comes down to David Price. Yeah, if Price is the I, price I was just going to ask you. I was just going to ask you, he hasn't let up a run in spring. He was dominating uh, last year, but he pitched out of bullpen. He said it didn't matter where he pitched. He just had changed his mindset, and he was ready to go. Um, where do you pick this guy in fantasy drafts, David Price? I'm, I'm starting to believe as we go further and further into, our, into March, he's going to go from the third, fourth round because people are going to start to believe he plays on Boston. You know, it's four categories in most of our fantasy leagues. Wins are one of them. He's going to get W's. And if you believe in the ratios, you believe in the strikeouts, he's going to be a good, solid pitcher. You know, I don't – listen, I'm not taking him over, Robert, the great ones. Uh, you know, Strasburg, Bumgarner, Sale, obviously the top three, DeGrom, Syndergaard. He's in my top 20, and I think he's going to crawl into my top 15 by the time we get to the end of March because I'm going to, I'm going to more and more believe, and I love the team around him. George loving that. The rest of the American League East division is the next favorite on the board is the Tampa Rays, 1100 for 100 bucks. How bad you know is what? Toronto and Baltimore for Tampa Bay is the next favorite? Uh, <laughs> Baltimore's 1400 yeah, I was wrong. Toronto is uh, 500 for 100 so, Oh, okay. Uh, so Toronto's there. You know, it's funny, though. I think that Tampa can beat Toronto. Um I think Tampa is getting killed by all their off-season moves, but I think their pitching staff's decent. It is decent, uh, you know, assuming it, it can stay healthy, assuming they hit a little bit. I mean, Toronto, you think about it, Stroman's already banged up. Probably not going to pitch uh, the first uh, series of maybe the first week of the season, and who knows how that lasts. Sanchez, we know, had the blister problem all of last year. They could never get over. And then after that, it's a, a whole bunch of, you know, Okay, guys, nobody's going to win you a championship. Hap, Estrada, no one cares about these guys. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Toronto's whole team probably relies on Stroman and Santos making 55 starts, 55-plus starts, and I don't know if that happens. At halftime, 35-26, Texas over Nevada. That's not good, man. I'm down nine at half. But you know what? I've seen bigger miracles happen. I mean, um, do you really get worried about a basketball game at halftime? Down or up? <laughs> I mean, really? Uh, the American League Central, uh, the Cleveland Indians, whatever, it should be the highest. $620 you have to bet to win $100 and the Cleveland win in the division. I don't think that's high enough. Neither do I. I, I can't see how they lose that division. Other than I think they're the only team with a 500 record. I, I might give a little love to Minnesota. I do think last year was a little I bit of a I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, I think that that they could be decent. Minnesota's three set for a hundred dollars. You win three seventy five uh, on Minnesota, and then it gets really bad. Kansas City, you bet a hundred, you win thirteen hundred. The White Sox, you bet a hundred, you win two grand. The Detroit Tigers, what happened here? You bet a hundred, they win thirty three hundred on the Detroit Tigers winning division. If I had to bet somebody else other than the favorites and not Minnesota, I might give the White Sox some love. I think this is a team. They have a lot of good young players. 
I, they, they don't. But if you know, let's say they call, let's say Ronaldo Lopez is something. Giolito figures it. I understand there's a lot of ifs here, folks. That's why they're 2001 <laughs> or 2001. But uh, you know, Michael Kopech can come on the second half and he can be the pitcher we think he's going to be. It throws it like what 250 miles an hour. Like I said there's a lot of ifs. But I think they can hit. You know, this is, might be a team that let's say Cleveland st- stumbles a little bit. Like I said they do have some injuries. You know, Sanchez can't come back when Carrasco gets hurt. It's a whole lot of ifs. I get it. But if I, if I was going to, be, if you would have forced me. They view a team I might look at as a surprise team. Uh, then the American League West, the favorite, the Houston Astros. You bet a hundred uh, to win a hundred. You have to bet four hundred uh, for the next team. The Angels, one hundred bucks gets you three ten. And next up, Seattle, one hundred gets you seven fifty. Then the Texas Rangers, one hundred gets you a thousand uh, there for the Texas Rangers. Well, we we give no love to Oakland whatsoever. We don't even mention Oakland. That's just oh sad. shit, they're twenty three hundred bucks. Uh, perhaps we shouldn't mention them then. Uh, the Angels are interesting, right? I mean, once again, they're another team. Everything breaks right. They could uh, at least be in the wild card hunt. I think Houston walks. I think Houston's the best team in the American League, if not all of baseball. Uh, but I'm, listen, I was curious as everybody else is what Otani can do. I don't think he can hit worth a lick. But uh, I oh, think he, yeah, uh, that's going to be a bad situation. I I seen. I told Mike Cardano. Oh, he might get better. No, I watched the video. He he can't hit at this level. I, and I agree. And with I think you. they I made think a promise to get him. You know that he's so, going to play some. So do DH. I. I think I think any team that uh, want, that was going to sign him had to make that promise. I think my issue is this. I think he could hit if he if he's going to be a full time hitter. But they've already said he's not going to play in games the game before and the day after he pitches. So wipe those out. So he's a part time hitter. Is he even going to? be taking batting practice on days he pitches or with those days before and after. How's this going to work if he's not even, you know, trying full-time at it? So uh, I'll take a shot at him as a pitcher because I think he'd, uh, he does have two number two potential fantasy-wise. But as a hitter, no, I don't, I don't even care. You know, when you mentioned part-time hitter, I think of that song, Part-Time Lover. Remember Part-Time Lover? Uh, I, I do. As a, uh, I do, as a matter of fact. It actually came to my mind, too, especially now that you said it. And, uh, you know, we, Weird Al has a uh, parody of that, Part-Time Plumber. Oh, yeah? What happens in Weird Al's Part-Time Plumber parody? I think he compares them to uh, Crockett and Tubbs on Miami Vice. Are they Part-Time Plumbers <laughs> and Vice yeah. Cops, if I remember correctly? Yeah. Yeah. A little trivia I for mean, you, folks. There you go. You know, like, it, it's crazy. Like, I think in the porn industry... They have a lot of like plumbers going to women's houses, and it always involves a sexual escapade. I don't think in real life that plumbers get that many. What women. plumber looks good? <laughs> All right, I mean, come on, man! I don't, know, I don't know what plumbers you got going here. These are the guys, you know, old guy, well, not older, who are, you know, maybe not in the best of shape, whose pants always come down around the crack. I mean, come on. <laughs> so you're thinking that you know so sometimes these movies, these adult movies, might be fictional. I think they may be faking it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. Once again, I, I hate to uh, have breaking news here. Yeah, but I think they're break. They're. Uh, I think they're faking it. Mike Florio is our producer. Mike, do you know if um, you know anyone in the plumbing industry we could call and find out if any of this stuff's real? Good to see Mike's paying attention. He's probably, I think they got a lot of things going on. It's Tout Wars weekend. It's Tout uh, Wars weekend, yeah. In baseball, and I think they're doing some video stuff there. So Mike's uh, porn videos. Probably, no, they're not doing plumbing videos either. <laughs> but they do have a lot of guys in fantasy baseball that look like plumbers. Yes, yes, we're we're good at that. We're, I think we're they're really good at that. 
Oh, I think the over and under is six on the number of guys wearing sweatpants to the Tout Wars draft. What are you going to bet? Go over or under? This is uh, 15 teams. This, this is the thing we 15 teams. If it's 15, it's definitely the over. <laughs> if it's 12, I think it's close. It's close. <laughs> Here are the NL East. NL East favorite, of course, is the Washington Nationals. Cost you 250 to win 100. Next up is the New York Mets. 100 only gets you 200. Wow, Vegas thinks a lot of the Mets. Wow. I, I mean, listen, the, the pitching staff is interesting. Syndergaard, DeGrom, and then let's hope, you know, that Harvey, Mats, Wheeler can stay, he- stay healthy. I think they made a mistake uh, signing Vargas and not maybe paying a little extra uh, either for Cobb, who I would have gone after, or Lance Lynn. Uh, I would have preferred them. So a little bit more money over uh, Vargas. I think that's not going to work out well. But the problem is these guys have all been hurt. What are the odds? Syndergaard, Syndergaard DeGrom, Vargas, Mats, Wheeler. These guys aren't going to make – I don't think any of them make 30 starts. I was just thinking about something. You know, you ever been to a game with your buddy and they have the kiss cam thing going on? I've been on kiss cam. You have? Yeah, a long time ago. No, it was before I was married. Really? Yep. Who are you with? uh, A girl named Laura at a uh, Yankee game back in, oh, got to be the late 80s, early 90s. I didn't even know I was on it. Really? Well, what if you were at the game and say you were with a buddy and there were two girls sitting next to you and the kiss camp people thought you were with a girl? Don't you feel obligated, even though you're married, to... To not let the crowd down and give the girl a kiss? If she was willing, sure. Uh, my wife's not watching the game. I'm okay. There's no chance in hell my wife's watching the game. I guess my biggest worry would be someone we know is watching the game. Then I got to explain, no, they weren't even with us, okay? They just had to be sitting next to us. Kiss cam. It was part of a stunt. I, they gave me tickets for the next game. I'll take you to the next game. There you go. There you go. You listen to Game Time Decisions. We'll be back with the NL Central. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to... Game Time Decisions right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The Marshall Thundering Herd, a 13 seed, took down the Witcher State Shockers, number four. Are you uh, aware of that? I was not aware of that. So look at that. Up-to-date information. You have made me a smarter person. Do you know what? um, There's a a thing. There's an act. An act called a shocker. Are you aware of that? 
I was not aware of that either. So I'm now smarter times too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know how to describe it. Um, Mike Florio, are you there, Mike Florio? Florio, he doesn't. He doesn't. Um... I'm here, guys. Do you know what a shocker is? Uh, I don't think we can say on the air. <laughs> I thought it was a hand gesture. Ooh, yeah, I think so. I think that is what it is. Oh. But it's I'm not. I'm wondering how to... bad it must have been for Mike to say it's something we can't discuss on air. Yeah. I plead the fifth. You, you may, if Google George, you might have to Google shocker hand gesture. I have a pretty I good know. idea what it is now. What do you think it is? Well, I'm going to look it up. Uh, shock, <laughs> shocker hand gesture. <laughs> this oh, I just read the definition, Mike. We can't say this over the air. That was a good call by our young producer. He, uh, the shocker is not something. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This is uh, very popular on uh, Orange is the New Black. Really? They used to say this. Well, not the shocker, but the, uh, if you look for the definition on, uh, <laughs> on Bing. Uh, let's just say pink and stink. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, why do you use Bing? The only other person I know that uses Bing is Scott Engel. It's the first thing that came up on Edge. Does, does, does it make a difference? I don't know. I mean, I just don't know anyone that uses it except Scott Engel and you. Fine. How, how do I change? For you, Tony, I'll change it right now. Oh, you're going to change? No, you don't have to change. I'm just asking you why. Sometimes people like to be different. No, it's not. It's just whatever came up uh, on I think I'm using Edge. So whatever came up on Edge it was Bing. There you go. If it was Google, yeah. fine. Yahoo, fine. I don't care. Somebody in the crowd's got a sign that says Charles Barkley's bracket is weaker than his golf swing. Uh, his his bracket's going to be terrible. I've seen his golf swing, man. That man is uh, – uh, I wouldn't mind being on the golf course with him. Might, might you know make what's some money amazing? It's Chuck Barkley. Like guys like him and Michael Jordan. Like, they play golf every day, and they still stink, like, really bad. Like, you just watch them hit the ball once, and you're like, that's all the best you can do. But what's made because they're on the golf course every day, Barkley uh, in particular, his swing is not fluid. It's all jerky. It's just strange. Yeah. Especially, yeah. does he have a, I wonder if he has a physical ailment that just doesn't allow him to do it. We all hit terrible shots. But, my, at least with the, the, the swing is fluid, man. You look like you know what you're doing. Barkley looks like not that he ever played any professional sport whatsoever. That is uh, that is amazing. So uh, I don't know what you got to do, people. You just got to go and, uh, and do the best you can in life. And don't worry about the shocker. Well, I, I hope for some of you, you don't have to worry about the shocker. Hey, maybe you're going to enjoy it. I wonder why they call it the shocker. <laughs> ah, I guess I understand why they would call it the shocker. But still, I don't know if you're really all shocked. <laughs> <laughs> Next up in the American League Central, the Chicago Cubs. Got to put 220 down to win 100 on the Cubs to win the American League Central. Next up, you got 100. Moved. What do you mean? Uh, the National League Central. There you National go. League Central. I was like, what are you talking about? I don't like this. Still the Chicago Cubs. They might be They're able to beat the, the Cleveland Indians. They are they on the way? That'd be a good division. Already right did. There. Yeah. Then you have the Milwaukee Brewers and Cardinals co co favorites. They're uh, three hundred. You can win for a hundred dollar bet on the Brewers or the Cardinals. Who do you like better? 
I mean, I still don't see where the, uh, the Brewers pitching staff is enough. I mean, I, I, I didn't understand their moves. I, listen, I love, I love Kristen Yelich, good player. Uh, Lorenzo Kane, fine, good player. But you didn't need outfielders. I mean, now you got Braun, who already says he can't play first base. Braun, Kane, Yelich, Santana, Broxton, Brett Phillips is a young up-and-comer. Up, up you have all these outfielders, but you need pitching. You know, Jimmy Nelson's not back till maybe the All-Star break. Okay, you know, you, you signed Lance Lynn, great. I mean, but I don't think they have enough here to not to compete all season long. I think they're hoping, hoping that they'll be in contention long enough for Nelson to come back. Maybe you make a trade at the deadline here. When they signed Kane and traded for Yelich, I assumed there was another trade coming. That, you know, they were going to trade Broxton or trade Santana or just trade somebody. And um, I guess I'm still waiting for it. So, no, I'll go, I'll go Cardinals. The Cardinals. You'll listen to Game Time Decisions right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. 6 p.m. Eastern. I'll break tonight's DFS plays for you in a fantasy basketball. And Scott Angle will be dropping by, and he'll be giving me some plays for NASCAR this weekend. So get you fired up and get yourself ready to make some money in sports this week. Um, I, you just made me think of something, um, something else that, that happened. Uh, during the week, and everybody wants to know uh, what uh, George Kurtz feels on these subjects because you are the guy. Um, Kansas City general manager, 51-year-old Dayton Moore. He's the Kansas City uh, Royals uh, GM. He says, if you want to bring a copy of Hustler, a magazine, to the Kansas City Royals clubhouse, Dayton Moore can't stop you. If you casually drop F-bombs in your everyday conversation, Keep on talking. But Dayton Moore says you can't watch porn in the clubhouse. And Dayton Moore thinks that uh, porn is uh, a problem in today's society. And he has uh, put in anti-porn rules. And our former co-worker, Lisa Ann, has spoken up uh, about this situation here involving uh, Dayton Moore and his take on anti-porn. And I thought about this. Um, when you're a baseball player, right, and you're on the road six, seven days, wouldn't you rather have your player sitting in the hotel room watching a movie, take care of himself, instead of chasing around women uh, on the road? You are absolutely correct. I mean, that, that's crazy in my mind. I understand not in the clubhouse. You know, you got people, other people around, Richard, in your place of work, that's fine. You know, I, I don't know why anybody would watch porn in that situation. What's, what's the point? <laughs> uh, I, I wouldn't understand that at all. I can't even do Oh, I guess you go to a shout. Whatever. But uh, I agree. I mean, I don't think watching porn is the, is the worst thing on the planet because you're right. It's better than going out chasing or going to a strip bar where Lord knows what else might happen when they're there, going to a club. They're in their uh, privacy, their own hotel room. Who the hell cares? You know, I think that's kind of uh, silly, stupid. Plus, let's, let's face it, man. If, this, if your team can win, you can watch porn while you're doing a media interview. No one cares. It's all about winning here. This team's not going to win anyway, so maybe they're trying to make headlines another way here. But bottom line is no. I think that's uh, – I agree with you. <laughs> I don't even think it's uh, being comic. I think it's actually true. I'd much rather have one of my players at alone in his hotel room doing whatever he's doing than out cavorting all over town where we always hear there's problems. Oh, this guy got arrested for this. This guy did this. Da, 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 da. This is a hotel room. He more than likely can't get into trouble if he's by himself. Yes, Lisa Rand speaking out against that, the star of Who's Nailing Palin and Dr. Milf. And, of course, you can hear on Sirius XM Fantasy as well.
uh, Dr. Milf. Who's Nalen Balin? Uh, two of my favorites. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I think, uh, why would you even make this public, by the way, if you're a boy? Why would you even this? I mean, really? That's what I, I have no it. idea. I have no idea. It's kind of crazy, right? Like, they, is it, they is it show... the Bible Belt, Middle America? Is that what's going on here? I, I don't know. Yeah, they show him uh, basically speaking to the team. And they're all in these chairs. Can you imagine, like, the general manager wants to talk to everybody? Everybody must show up. Like, I would think this is the last thing that you think is going to happen. Oh, and okay. Don't, don't I, go I on you, on, folks. No more red and tube. I, and I would think, I would think that I would, uh, I would have a hard time not laughing. Uh, so would I, because it's, it's not baseball-related whatsoever. Once again, you're in the privacy of your ho- own hotel room. Why, why do you care? What do you want? Have three hookers up there? That's okay? I mean, uh, it's, just, it's ridiculous in my mind. and it's in my, It shows that a lack of awareness, you know, a lack of being smart. It's like parents nowadays who won't talk to their kids about sex at all. Same thing. Oh, yeah. No, they're not having sex. Oh, no, no. 17-year-olds, 18-year-olds. No, they're, they're all virgins, mom and dad. All. Uh, Gordon Datemore says, we talk about pornography and effects of what it does to the minds of players and the distractions and how it leads to the abuse of domestic abuse and to the abuse of women. I don't know if that's true either. Does it? I know quite a few women who watch porn, too. I mean, uh, maybe not. Certainly not as many, much as men or as many as men do, but they watch it as also, hey, we all need ideas. Where do you meet these women? Like at the supermarket, they say uh, you guys share the movies, or what? Do you, how do you know all these women? Oh, uh, certainly not at the supermarket. You, you see me dressed at the supermarket, ain't nobody want to be anywhere near me. Really? Yeah, okay. I generally go yeah. to the gym. I'm, I'm one of those idiots who wears shorts in the winter because I just don't care. Oh, I'm married with children, man. I, I don't care. Don't care. <laughs> I didn't know, you know, if you had a group or anything like that. Yeah, no, you won't find me in any online groups or anything like that. Good luck with that. Um, there you go. Um, uh, uh, March 17th and 18th, a two-night special. Uh, Aaron Hernandez is uncovered on the Oxygen Network. You going to watch that? I mean, really? Uh, this is like this, that, that O.J. Simpson interview last week where he confessed or didn't confess. It was hypothetical. I mean, he did it. We all know he did it. Uh, no, I'm not going to watch. Move on. He's, he's not even around anymore. Yeah, that's that's interesting. That like he's uh, he's getting a lot of love. And Tupac had a movie out the last couple of weeks too. On, I think it's uh, still on. Yeah, people are trying to tell us that Tupac is still alive. Oh, she's like Elvis. Yeah, okay. but Elvis at least would be Tupac. Like it's so, since it wasn't uh, you know we we don't know what happened there. That's more interesting to me. You know, there's some theories going on there, but you know, Aaron Hernandez, we know what happened. O.J. Simpson, we pretty much know what happened. You know, so I, I don't find that all that interesting at all. Plus, with O.J., I think he's just trying to make money. O.J., the juice, the juice is loose. He is loose. He he, he is loose. The juice is loose. What am I? It's one of the uh, when you watch the old NFL films and you uh, hear though. I think uh, back when the Steelers were playing the uh, Bills in some playoff game, you hear that fan said, uh, "Yeah, we didn't have breakfast this morning. We were waiting for the juice." Good line. <laughs> or not. Could go either way. I liked it. Uh, that's a crazy situation. Now, um, Malcolm Butler, of course, has left the New England Patriots. And um, what's your thoughts on the uh, situation there? A weird situation is uh, Malcolm Butler um, said that after the game was over, 
which he uh, was benched in the Super Bowl, uh, Bill Belichick walked up to him and said, you're a fighter. Good luck in the future. And Butler said, thank you. And that was the end of it. Sounds like Bill. You know, that does sound like something Bill would do here. It seems to be, I mean, from what we've heard, that he was, what, sick during the week. He didn't really know the, uh, the playbook. He, the coaching staff knew this, so they benched him. You know, I, I don't really have a problem with benching him at first, but, you know, when you're getting lit up, and they were getting lit up, yeah. you might want to put him back in there. That, that's the part that baffles me. You know, he wasn't sick during the game. We heard, um, I forget who it was, it might have been Devin McCourty say, the team knew he wasn't going to play, or at least not start. But uh, the fact that he didn't play the entire game, that's what baffles me. That's unlike Bill. You know, where uh, I get it, you, you, you benched him for whatever. Assuming it's right that he was just ill, didn't know the playbook, fine. But once, I forget the rookie's name or whatever he was, who was getting toasted over and over again, don't you have to put Butler back out there? Yeah, I mean, that was the crazy part. Like, everybody prides um, the New England Patriots on how good of adjustments they make, you know, at, at halftime. But yet they, uh, they didn't do anything. It's almost like he didn't want to ruin the confidence of the young player by putting Butler back in because he knew Butler wouldn't be there next year, or in this case, this year. So that, that's the only thing I can come up with for why he did that. But uh, I just don't see Bill being a, a spiteful person where he benched him because he was that, that mad. No matter what happens, I'm not playing this guy. I don't see Bill doing that. You know, so uh, I don't think we'll ever know the 100% correct reason, but the best I can come up with is that you know, like you said, he didn't make the right adjustments. Maybe he didn't think it was all the kids' fault. Maybe, was, you know, some of it wasn't him, was the safety, whatever it might be. Uh, obviously, it didn't work out. It didn't work out at all. And, of course, free agency running rampant in the National Football League. Uh, we've got a lot of things happening and a lot of speculation on how it will affect the draft. The Cleveland Browns, of course, go out and bring a quarterback in. They bring in... Uh, I was really surprised at what they did with Collis Hyde. I thought they were going to pick Saquon Barkley with the number one pick. So did I. So did I. I, uh, listen, I think it comes down to this with Cleveland. If they're only sold on one quarterback, let's say it's Josh Allen. they they, they got to have Allen no matter what. They believe he's the next uh, Andrew Luck, the next franchise guy. Fine, then I have no issues with it because that's what you should do. Make sure you get your quarterback. You can't win in the NFL without a quarterback, generally, anyway. So I, I don't have any issues with that. But if you like two or three guys, you know, you like Aaron, uh, you like uh, Allen, you like Don, Donald, you like uh, Mayfield, then I wait. And I take Barkley at one, and I take who's ever left at four. Yeah, that's, that's the way I would have gone uh, about this. But from the way things have broken, broken down, I'm assuming that they're going quarterback at one. And I don't mind that, Tony, as long as they believe, hey, this guy's our quarterback for the future. He's going to be our number one. That's what you have to do. They've screwed up so many times in the past about not taking a quarterback. Maybe they don't want to go through that again. But for me, if I was Cleveland, I'm probably taking Barkley at one and the next best quarterback left at four. If magic was real, why wouldn't we get David Copperfield to take care of ISIS? They're very true, right? Why, why, can't, why can't he get out there? You get Copperfield, you get uh, Ziegfeld and Roy, Penn and Teller. Yeah. That's take care of Korea, too, that. while we're at it. Yeah, so I think that, yeah, I think that, you know, we always think about things the wrong way here. Like, oh, I don't like wrestling. Wrestling's fake. Well, David Copperfield's fake and Penn and Teller are fake, or they would stop... Uh, the little midget in North Carolina. Why aren't Korea? fortune tellers rich? <laughs> they can't tell me the lottery numbers? Come on! They can't even tell me who's going to win the game tonight. For more game time decisions.
Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Welcome back. Game time decisions coming up next. You've got none other than the Line of Luck show where I will give you tonight's plays in the National Basketball Association. Scott Engel will come by and he'll tell me something about guys that drive around the track all night and uh, who the circle. Win there. Yeah. And, left uh, turns. College, yeah, college basketball tonight. Gabe Morency's picks are as follows. Kansas State plus two. Charlestown, Auburn, over 148. New Mexico State, plus the four. Syracuse, plus the five. And Florida State, a minus the one. So Gabe's picks, K-State, Charlestown, Auburn, over. New Mexico State, Syracuse, and FSU, minus one. I, I, I can't bet Syracuse, man. They could cover the number, but... How do you have a team that didn't make the tournament? They had to play in that play-in game, Scott, uh, George. So basically it was the, the game to get in the tournament. And then they, if they won, that would move them in the, into the to 32. Are you kidding me? That's strange. Let me ask you a question. I meant to ask uh, this of Gabe when he came on. Uh, is it easier to bet on games in the tournament or during the regular season? Oh, I think it's the regular season because um, – a lot of times you don't have any historical matchup uh, of the teams playing against each other and, like, the coaches against each other. Uh, a lot of teams, the home world records go out the window, too. So it's And you get a new arena, new sight lines. Yeah, I think it's definitely the regular season. Yeah, it makes sense because, obviously, a home and basketball is always a big-time advantage. Yeah. The only thing that's different, though, is, like, all the changing of lines, like when the lines move one way or the other, because there's so many people that don't bet on the uh, regular season college basketball, or they won't bet like Butler's games or, or uh, you know, some of these other schools. And yet, when it comes to college basketball, they bet on everything. That's pretty much with college sports in general. And the tournament gets so much hype, too. You're getting people coming out of the woodwork who don't necessarily know what they're doing. Um, George, uh, I got I I got a text. Is um, is George looking for a woman to watch porn with him? Not tonight, you know, because once again, I can't watch out in public in the hockey rink. That just wouldn't look good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that um, you know you can learn a lot. I learned a lot of new moves and stuff like that, and I like to you know practice them. I usually practice them on the CPR doll I kept from high school. And if it works out with the CPI doll, then I'll try it on a woman. Worst thing that ever happened to me. I'm watching uh, watching porn with a a girlfriend a long time ago, and she actually and this is once it's a trap question. All right, she asked me, "Are her breasts bigger than mine?" I'm like, "Oh, Christ. <laughs> you know, because you, you're just dead." That's right up there with, "Do you notice anything different about me?" Because you're just dead. Because you, you can't answer the question right. And it's like, oh, just so yes. that, that didn't yes. go well. Yes. Uh, yeah, but then, then she wants some specifics. Well, what's different? Okay, it's like, uh, 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 he's like, he's like, shoes? No, well, 
clothes looks the same. Face, no, no, hair, okay. Yeah, it's just, it's it's a death. Because she changed her hair like one shade color. One shade lighter. Uh, okay? Yeah, 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 it should yeah. Be. It's crazy. She got a mohawk. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's there. Uh, George Kurtz, uh, when will George Kurtz be back on this weekend uh, for all the George Kurtz fans out there? I am back Sunday morning from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. with Joe PCP here on the Fantasy Black Book. And I'm also back Sunday afternoon, somewhere around 4.30 for uh, me, me and Pete Consadori, Tony. We do a little NHL podcast, you know, the Inside Edge NHL podcast, letting, letting the folks know that hockey exists. Yeah, you know what? That's that's good. People out there, uh, if you need a hockey podcast, that's one you want to listen to because don't bitch and complain that nobody ever talks about hockey. If it, if it's out there, go out and listen to it. It's a good show. That's it, Pete. Uh, Pete's a Ranger fan. I'm an Islander fan, so we're both uh, depressed hockey fans as neither one of our teams are going anywhere near the playoffs this year. But a lot of good information. It's a fun show. You, you think the Rangers need to bring back Johnny Van Beesbrook? Johnny Van Riesburg. Uh No, they don't need a goalie. They they need a superstar. That's what they need. They really do need somebody who, uh, you know, for a Ranger team, original six team, high market team that doesn't have a, a true number one superstar play that everyone would go to. Strange. What about with baseball season around the corner? What is your uh, favorite food to eat while you're at the ballpark? Because it's gotten confusing lately. Like lately, you can go and you can get like a a T-bone steak. Uh, you can get everything, like, I don't know, it's gotten out of control. What, what is your favorite b- ballpark food? Yeah, I love a good steak, Tony, but I'm not going to the ballpark to get a steak. That's just not <laughs> happening. Uh, you, know what? Guy. You, you know what's crazy? You can't go anywhere and eat a steak when they're afraid to give you a knife to cut it. Yeah, ever try cutting a steak with, uh, I, you know, <laughs> with that's the not going to work. <laughs> right, you'd be there for three innings just trying to get one piece. That's, that's not going to happen. And you know sooner or later the whole thing's going to flip. Right, and everything was all over the place. So no, well, I'm a hot dog guy. You know, I, I love especially if the hot dogs are good. You know, you took a nine inning game. You, I could take down four or five. You know, and you know, that's my mortgage for the next month. I'm a peanuts guy, and uh, peanuts. I are, hate like, you people. Oh, you should. You should hate me too, especially. Like I love getting peanuts out of the shell, but man. I just go there, and they give you, like, the biggest bag of peanuts ever because they want to charge you, like, $83 for it. And you eat the peanuts, and when I'm going and I'm halfway and, I, you know, I'm watching the game, I'm eating the peanuts, I'm watching the game, I'm eating the peanuts, and then all of a sudden I look, like, my whole shirt is covered in peanut shells, right? And then the shirt, I got a mound. the floor, it's on my floor. I've got a mound underneath my seat right. that would kill, right? Oh, I hear and you're like, what the hell's going on here? What's going on here? Like, it is the craziest thing in the world. I'm a pretzel guy too. I have to, I have to, I have, to have a pretzel either during the game, before the game, or on the way home. I need, I need my pretzel. Are you a salted pretzel guy or no salt? Uh, I like in the middle. If it's too much salt there, then I'm, I need, I need yeah. like a gallon of a soda to drink it down. So I, you know, a couple of things there, but they put so much salt. They do it on purpose because they want you to drink. You know, so I, I gotta scrape some of that salt off. That's how that's that's how to go about it. That's how to go about it. You know, one of the things I've learned, people, the, like I don't care about ripping the rip them off of the concession stands because they're ripping you off every night. So I feel like if you rip them off, you're getting back at them. If you go to a place that's really um, like a self service place, and then you check out at the end of the cash register, if you get a pizza, you could actually slide some things in those boxes there. 
um, that no one will notice. That's great. So we're going to get you arrested too. But yes, I think I think we've all done that <laughs> the years in one way or the other. Come on, you can't what, go to a you, store nowadays without giving like almost strip search when you get to the cashier. You're not going to get arrested. You're going to say, "Wow, how did that get in there? Oh, how did that hot dog get in the pizza? Wow, how strange!" <laughs> right? I mean, it must not be dead yet. <laughs> uh, I think I, you know when I was a kid, I was a good thief. Uh, when I was a kid, I used to buy the Sunday paper, right? And the Sunday paper was like a buck fifty. And I used to li- get a lot of rock and roll magazines, like Circus, and there was a couple other magazines. Now I put them in my Sunday paper every time, and those rock magazines were like five bucks. And then I get Sports Illustrated and whatever else, and uh, and I would get it's forty six forty two now, Texas Nevada, thirteen minutes to go. Um, and so for for a dollar fifty paper, I was really doing well. And the other thing I used to do um, to steal when I was a kid is uh, me and my brother used to go to the Celtics and Bruins games a lot. And we'd get $6 obstructed view seats back in the day. And then we would walk around until we found a seat. And how we would pay for it is we would take the train into Boston to the garden and buy the tickets. And we would go to the newspaper box and we'd put our 25 cents in to get the newspaper. And we'd take all the papers out and sell them on the train. And then we would buy Celtics and Bruins tickets with them. Oh, that's a... Uh, I- you know, sort of industrious of you. Uh, listen, I used to steal, steal Newsdays. You go with the uh, – they, they still do it nowadays, I think, right? They just throw the paper out, a whole bundle of papers out in front of the place. You get there before it opens, and you got to sell a free yeah. paper. See, we're, we're teaching people here how to get along. Like, I really think that – I would like to – see, people would think this is poor taste, but I would like to get a class together where I would teach homeless people how to succeed in life. And one of those things I would do is, like – if you're homeless, you should never really go start. You should never be starving because like you go to the supermarket out here and you order uh, a pound of cheese. Well, they give you, they say, oh, is this the right size? And they give you a sample and you eat the sample. Then you do the same thing with the roast beef and you eat the sample and they do the same thing with the bologna. And then you get your pound and you leave that on another aisle. And then you've already eat all these cheeses and all these meats, and you go there. Then you can also go to Panera Bread. When you order Panera and you get it to go, they put these uh, bags all on this um, tray, and then you pick your bag. You just grab a bag and get the hell out of there. Who's going to know? There, there's so many ways, if, if you're thinking outside the box, that you could get along. Listen, I take my kids to the supermarket with me. You know why? Because just what you said about the, uh, the cold cuts, I know they're going to give you a piece. I can feed them both. You know, you don't have to worry about it when you come home. You know, he, he, if you order like six, six things of coke, you get roast beef, turkey, cheese, and he said bologna, some ham, they're done. You know, then I don't have to worry about it when I, you know, I can make my own sandwich. I don't have to worry about these brats. And they probably get a couple sample cookies, too. Oh, you can, if you can find samples. You, know, you ever go to like, a, I don't know if you have BJ's or Costco uh, down there. Mike, they give you samples of everything. You can have a full meal. This is like, there's literally a dozen sample people of everything. You may not like some of the stuff, but there's a dozen sample. You can have everything: drinks, snacks, uh, and, and you know, like little little hot dogs they give you. It's great every time. So once again, that's why my wife and I bring the kids there because that's lunch for them. So we could actually, George, if we made counterfeit BJ's cards, we could give them to the homeless people. Oh, you, my God, you don't even need it. Just, just show them a pack of cigarettes. That, the old lady at front's not looking to see if it has a BJ's marker on it. My God. Really? I show them any kind of credit card. Yeah, here I am. I'm, I'm a BJ's member. 
Yeah, I am a member, but I, I, I rarely have the, the right card on me. I just, you, know, you show them in the back, there's like 8,000 little logos. They're not reading that. Just walk right, right on by. Just don't stop. Just keep walking. What are they going to do? Tackle there, you? There you have it. This is a good show. I mean, anytime we can help the homeless people out, we're about doing it. Uh, of course. We are a full-service show here. Yeah, so um, the transportation is uh, a little tougher if you're a, a homeless person. So you got to find the right area and stick around there, I think, right? I think that's the like, problem there. You probably need like a ma- you know, major thorough, major highway where there's a lot of stores right on it. And all if you get hotels in the area and they have the free breakfast, there's no way they can keep track of who's staying in that hotel or not during breakfast. It's a mayhem. So of Holiday course. and Express, yeah, Holiday Express, you can get the sandwiches in the morning, uh, get some hash browns, some toast, and some Fruit Loops. Um, so I would always find a Holiday Inn Express too, and, and camp out there. There are always ways to work it if you will if you want to put in the work. That's it. I mean, you gotta you know, you gotta work at everything in life. Nothing's given to you. So didn't you didn't you notice when you were younger too? The day things you can get away with. We were young. We had no money. We 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 knew about hotels that might have a free breakfast. You go in there. Like I said, as long as you're not dressed like an idiot or acting like an idiot, you'll get away with it. That's it. I feel good. Feel good about this. This this is a good show. I think we we like we should uh, put this on demand and something other than helping the people. I think we're both getting arrested later. We might have done more than the government's done for the people in this twenty certainly minutes. The, certainly, the government in the last fifteen months. Uh, you're listening to Game Time Decisions. Tony Scott and George Kurtz. Tomorrow is Saturday. We will not be on, but Monday we will have back Cam Stewart, Gabe Morrissey. So get yourself fired up, get yourself ready, and get yourself excited. Gabe's picks for tonight college basketball Kansas State plus the two, Charlestown and Auburn over 148, New Mexico State plus four, Syracuse plus five, Florida State minus one. Those are from Gabe Morrissey. And uh, the sports rage and getting it done. Coming up next is going to be myself. And uh, 20 minutes, I'll be joined by Scott Engel uh, to give us some NASCAR updates on who to play this week in NASCAR. I got you covered tonight in the NBA. It's a good card. A lot of injuries, just like there seems to be every night in the National Basketball Association. Injuries galore. George, I don't understand how basketball players get injured more than hockey players. Well, I think what I guess uh, I get how basketball guys get hurt. You jump, you land on your ankle, you land on other people's feet. So you got to twist ankles real easy. Overall, though, I'll never get it. You're right. Hockey players are playing. You're getting into car collisions every game. Yeah, they lose teeth. They come back and play the next period. Stitches, no problem. Uh, I, I think hockey players are the tougher breed. Snitches get stitches, George. That's what happens. And sometimes that happens in hockey. You you bitch and moan. You they're coming after you. That's one of the craziest things there. I have. Uh, I, have you gone to the movies lately? I, I did see Black Panther. How was it? That was actually pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, I always judge a movie by uh, how many times am I looking at my watch trying to get out of here. So I don't remember looking at my watch all that much. That was a good flick. The movie theaters are so comfortable now. Like they all have the reclining chairs, and you can like have a beer. You can do whatever you want there. I, I tend to fall asleep for like 20 minutes during the movie. I was just thinking the same thing. I can't, I can't go to a movie when I'm tired anymore because I will go out. 
damn, what the hell? Like, uh, my kids always, Dad, how did you like the movie? I like, oh, it was great, great. How do you know? You were sleeping. <laughs> I liked what I saw. No, you're very, you're very right. I mean, they're so comfortable nowadays. You can put your feet up there. You can order whatever you want. Although generally, we're sneaking everything in anyway. Uh, I think my wife. Oh yeah. Dinner the other. Oh, night. we go to Wal- we go to Walgreens. We load up in the candy and we bring in. But uh, so women are better than me. Women, uh, they have their pocketbooks, so they bring in drinks. Like I seen a lady bringing a bottle of wine one time. My wife did that last week. No joke. <laughs> We saw Black Panda. She had wine. And I think we, we went to dinner beforehand. I forget where it was, but uh, she brought the rest of her dinner, too. She's having, she's having a good old time. <laughs> Great job by George Kurtz. He'll be back here tomorrow, so make sure you tune into that. Coming up next, Lana Bluckshaw, break down the NBA, get some NASCAR for you. We're, uh, we're sort of out of here, and we're sort of here, so don't go anywhere. Back with more after this.